Wendy's presents The Burger Files, lifting the bun on burger crime. All the burger crimes depicted in The Burger Files are genuine, based on real user experiences of burger crimes which have been shared in public on social media. All names have been changed, and testimony has been voiced by actors to protect the innocent. Welcome to The Burger Files, Episode 1, The Lid That Lied. I'm Nina Noonan, investigative podcast investigator and burger crime expert, and I'm finally opening my casebook of true tales of burger crime, just for you. I live this 24-7. I sleep fitfully, sitting upright, dreaming of bad burgers. It's a lonely life, and my posture is appalling, but it's the life I chose, and the posture I chose. A quick note before we begin. This podcast contains language which some viewers may find descriptive. Still with me? Good. Okay. Let's go. Every case in my files is different, and they never get any easier to look at, even though I stay up most nights doing exactly that. This time, it was a case of a burger thrown together so callously, so viciously, that instead of a tomato in the salad portion of the sandwich, there was a plastic cup lid. The perp had tried to cover their tracks with high-quality ketchup, but I've learned that just makes a crime scene look worse. It was a case that seemed to jump out of my files, crying, solve me. Maybe it was overtiredness. Sometimes I imagine my desk is covered in little furry things. So as soon as it was dawn, I went straight to the people whose business it is to keep us all safe. Hello, is that the police? First things first. It might seem far-fetched, but these sort of things happen to burgers every day. I've been investigating this sort of crime for longer than I care to admit, ever since it happened to me. But it still shocks me that some people, even people who deal with brutal crime for a living, don't even notice it. Just to check, do you still investigate crimes? Yes, that's a Which department do you require? Could you put me through to the chief of your burger crime division? Burger side? Whoever handles your burger files? The food stuff. You don't have one of those. Who is this? Well, are you thinking of starting one? Did you know that 98% of people who are served a terrible burger don't even scream or run out of the restaurant? Hello? I never accept the sound of someone putting the phone down as a no. Okay, I'll wait. And then I realized they wouldn't help. I was on my own, like always. Just me in the cold dawn light with my case records and my desk full of imaginary furry friends. Alone. In the burger files. Now, a quick word from our sponsor. Like any hard-bitten investigative podcaster, I'm aware that the host-read ad is an area of trust, so I don't advertise anything I don't use. So this is for Wendy's Burgers, wonderful burgers which I consume and enjoy. There. Testimony. Now for the sales pitch. When you order a burger, you want a treat, not a crime scene. You want something hot. Juicy and fresh. Two baconators coming right up. 
And at Wendy's, that's what you get. Freshly cut, made-to-order ingredients. 100% fresh British beef served right off the grill. Thank you for choosing Wendy's. Because not making a burger fresh is a crime. A true crime. Wendy's. We do it fresh. I won't name the victim. Or the person who'd forwarded me the photo of the burger crime. To protect the innocent. I went to a nearby cafe to meet Jane, who I am happy to name as Jane, my podcast producer. I'll just say it was not a pretty sight. Whoever did this to an ordinary burger was some kind of psychopath. Well, true crime podcast fans love a criminal with some crazy character flaw. A chip missing. Tell me about it. Are you okay if I describe the mutilation of a burger? The mutilation of a burglar? Oh, God. No, a burger in a hell of a state. I've screen-grabbed it. I'd rather not... Oh, it's... It's a hamburger (laughs) with a plastic lid in it. Is that the top of a soda cup? How did that get in there? Who knows? With psychos, the motive is often unclear. You were recommended to me as an expert on crime. I am. You see, I make true crime podcasts. That's why I was hired by the client to make them a true crime podcast. I just think about the victim. A plastic lid inside their burger. They're talking on the video like it's just weird or funny. So much unprocessed trauma. Why do people put up with this sort of thing? Are you sleeping okay, Nina? You don't sleep in this business. Not when every time you close your eyes you see what I see. What what do you see? Burgers. Bad burgers. Burgers that have been, well, been murdered. Murdered? Did I say murmured? I meant murmured. You mean bashed about a bit. (laughs) I get it. Do get some sleep, Nina. Mind the furry little animals. Oh, no. As you were. One thing I've learned. When it comes to burger crimes like this one, the question isn't who or even why, but how. How had a plastic lid got into a burger? Who could have thought they'd get away with it? And why did they try and cover up their crime with ketchup? Yeah, I guess sometimes it's also who and why. I started by contacting a reporter who'd written about the case. We went somewhere warm and safe, and where the burgers were good. Welcome to Wendy's. Tell me in your own words what happened to you. Um, it didn't happen to me. I I just type stuff up that I find off the socials. I'm an unpaid intern. You saw the social post, though. Technically, you're a witness. Oh, great. Is being a witness better paid than an intern? About the same, but you get yourself a free burger. Go on, tell me, in your own words, what happened to someone else. Right. The guy it happened to, he was buying a burger in a high street branch of... Do you bring your own beat maker with you? Saves time in the edit. Yeah. Uh, this guy was in the burger place, you know, the one with the... Go on. And he ordered a burger, and when he bit into it, he found a lid. Why did you beep? I didn't say anything. That was me. It's hard to hear this stuff and not swear. That bunch of... Carry on. A lid, a plastic lid, in the burger. Like a cup lid. Show me where the lid was on my burger here. There. In there. 
inside on top of the lettuce. For the benefit of the tape, the witness is indicating the full round slice of fresh tomato in my Dave's double. What's weird is that the lid was covered in ketchup. By ketchup, you mean blood? No, ketchup. It was as if by making it red and taste of tomatoes, the customer would eat it and not even notice. Like they'd get away with it, that nobody would care. I find that very hard to swallow. It certainly would have been, yes. What Josh was describing was a crime that would be detected straight away, as if someone almost wanted to be caught. They were taunting us, saying, I can do anything I want. Saying, if I say this lid is a tomato, you'll eat it. All it took for them to win was for us to turn a blind eye, to walk away, or try to eat the lid. In this game, you need to get into the minds of some pretty bad people. I've come to a university campus I won't name, because I fell asleep in the taxi and had no idea where I was, to talk to Professor Martin Truman, a world expert on psychopaths. If someone can't tell right from wrong, does that make them a psychopath? Uh, well, it's more complicated than that. Someone who fed us something that wasn't food and thought we wouldn't care, they would be a psychopath, yes? It is more complicated than that. Many things could cause someone to mix things up, uh, visual agnosia, say, or Can maybe... Can someone who makes burgers just crack start thinking they're above the laws of behavior that bind humans together? Well, it, it is more complicated than that. I just want to know! Can someone who works in a burger joint have a chip missing? I think that they call them fries. Cold and uncaring. Repetitive and unhelpful. It was clear I was dealing with a classic psychopath. But I thanked him anyway, left his office, and went for a dramatic-sounding walk in the rain to let the bad feelings wash away. Why would the foremost expert in psychopaths try and stop me getting answers? Unless this was all part of a sinister game. Hi, it's Jane. I can't get to the phone. Leave a message. Jane, it's Nina. I think this maniac is toying with us. The lid might just be the start. I'm thinking... A series of Baroque burger murders with increasingly weird things hidden inside buns. Lids, spoons, promotional tie-in toys of famous cartoon ducks. But the establishment is closing ranks. We're on our own here. Don't trust anybody. I need backup. I don't know why you didn't pick up to talk to me about this. Unless... That was it. Jane was one of them, too. The elite turning an unfeeling eye to the truth by saying she didn't believe in these sort of crimes, that they weren't even worth me staying awake for nights on end obsessing about. It was like she'd slap me in my actual face with a bad burger, my chin covered in the metaphorical lettuce of scorn. I needed to go somewhere safe. What would make some lunatic put a plastic lid inside a burger instead of a tomato, covering the evidence with ketchup? Don't know. I'll just work here. Anyway, there's your Baconator. Thank you. Smells good. Of course you wouldn't know. What am I thinking? That's not something that would ever happen here. I know that. I know that. 
Uh, yeah. Thanks for choosing Wendy's. You get jaded in this game. It's good to know there are good burgers out there. This maniac. It's like they were taunting us. Like, this was only the start. A lid. What does a lid mean? This really has nothing to do with me. Not any of us here. There's your coffee. Two shots. Is it a reference to the seven deadly sins? The plays of Shakespeare? What's the pattern? Why a lid? I don't know. But I've got friends who work in other places. They tell stories. It gets late. They're tired, understaffed. Bad things go down. And when they realize what they've done, they have to cover it up so they don't get in trouble. God, you're right. Not everywhere has customers who expect the best. Maybe in some places, the customer wouldn't expect any better. They'd just throw the lid away, not complain. They'd not complain. It's the perfect crime. Are you okay? I'm good. You're a good kid. A good kid. A revelation. The kid worked in the business. He knew people who knew people. Who knew people. Sure, a burger had died, but maybe it wasn't murder, just burger slaughter. I was looking for a psycho, but instead, right under my nose, I'd found compassion. His name badge said Angelos, but it might as well have said Angel. Sorry, you're holding up the cue. One more thing. Is it okay if I fall asleep over there? Not really. We close in 20 minutes. Good. Good. Angelos was kind. Before I left, he even helped me find my wallet, which I'd put in the recycling bin thinking it was the lid of my soda cup. And maybe that's the real lesson we can learn from this gruesome case. That we can all make mistakes. But we should all expect better when we order a burger. Because nobody, whether they're psychopath or angel, can eat a lid. Let's not let these bad burger crimes go unpunished, people. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And let your friends know about this series. All the burger crimes depicted in the burger files are genuine, based on real user experiences which have been shared in public on social media. Names have been changed, and any social media posts are reenacted for podcast purposes by professionals. And not only that, professional actors. Next time on The Burger Files... No, the burger. The bun. The top bun on her burger was hard. Really hard. A close-knit community traumatized by bad things happening to innocent burgers had closed ranks. A a burger bun? (laughs) Sorry, I I thought this was about murder. It's hard. It's really hard.